Welcome to our podcast, Parenting by the Pint. Enjoy the show! Greetings, Minivan Mafia! Lauren and I are longtime friends from Chicagoland that love getting together to chat about life, kids, family, and beer. Each week, we'll feature a brewery and sample at least two of their beers. We'll also discuss a variety of topics ranging from parenting, pop culture, travel, marriage, and just about anything else that comes to mind. Hey, everybody, here we go with another episode, and not just any other episode. <gasps> Yeah, it's this exciting is our stuff. 100th. One, it's like the 100th day of school. Episode. Oh my God. Is it really? It kind of is, right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Right? So we're going to we're gonna celebrate by drinking a little bit more beer than we usual. We are. Because <laughs> I think that's appropriate. Totally appropriate. And, I like uh, you know, we're going to enjoy ourselves. We're going to drink an anniversary beer we here, are. you guys. Uh, so I think we're going to start with that one, right? Yeah, we are. So we're going to drink a few beers mm-hmm. from Perennial Artisan Ales in St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah. And the very first one we're going to drink is an, an anniversary beer that's also a collaboration. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and share yep. the name with me. Yeah, Aaron. it's Planned Collapse. So, okay. Well, anniversary. That's kind of yeah. Ominous. They've had a couple <laughs> different unique names, but it's a collab with Half Acre. Uh, I have not had this, so I mean, it's it's unique. It's an IPA, so that's let's, what we're uh, going to start with. Let's today. open it. Right. And while you are opening it, I'm going to tell a funny perennial <laughs> story that I have. All right. Um, that if anybody who's listening as an actual craft beer drinker slash enthusiast or knows anything about perennial Mm -hmm. they are gonna laugh about this because they're gonna know that i am 100 percent wrong but i still maintain that i'm right okay let's see let's hear it so years ago Mm -hmm. several years ago when my husband and i were kind of starting to get more into craft beer he was working at the place he works at now Mm -hmm. although in a different role okay and uh we were talking about Perennial, and Perennial comes out with this beer. It's called Abraxas. Yep. And they also come out with a barrel-aged version of it. Okay. And it's pretty hard to get. you got to go to the brewery. you got to stand in line, or you got to sign up for the lottery, or however they do things sure. over the years, however they've done things with this particular beer release. Yep. And my husband mentions this beer, mm-hmm. and I say, Abraxas, barrel-aged Abraxas. And, uh, and I say, oh, yeah, I've had that. <laughs> and he's like, no, no you, haven't. you haven't. They only have it at the brewery. We've never been in a bottle share where someone has opened wine. You've never had barrel-aged Abraxas. <laughs> and I went, yeah, no, I had it. There was a keg of it at World of Beer in the Bolingbrook Promenade. And I was like, oh, that sounds really good. I'm going to order a taste of it. Hmm. I'm going to get a pour of this barrel-aged okay. Abraxas. And he goes, no, it was probably regular Abraxas. Sure. Yeah. And you thought it, you know, was barrel aged or maybe, you know, it tasted kind of mm-hmm. strong or something like that. Because it wasn't even a recent memory when I was talking to him about sure, it. Sure, sure. And I was like, nah, I'm pretty sure you're wrong. I'm like, I'm like positive <laughs> it was barrel aged Abraxas. And he was like, there's no chance. There's no it chance was. that it was there's that. There's no yeah. chance that it was. And to this day, anytime somebody brings up perennial... I tell them that I had barrel-aged Abraxas at World of Beer 
in Bolingbrook, and they insist that that's impossible, <laughs> and I refuse to back down. Well, World of Beer isn't there anymore. Oh, no, it so isn't. So you can't yeah, even. So, uh, you know, whatever. <laughs> it is, it is me what you think it is. So we will drink a Braxis later, regular Braxis. Regular Braxis, not because barrel-aged, you can't yes. get barrel-aged Braxis outside of the brewery. Yes. <laughs> but let's, uh, let's yeah. taste this. It's IPA. an IPA, you said? It is an IPA. Okay. It smells like a, it almost smells like a double IPA. I smelled it when I poured it and I was just like, whoo, that has some aroma to it. Right? I agree. And it's got a little kick to the taste too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in a good way. In a good way. Not in a bad way. Um, It does smell and taste like a double IPA Right? To me, this definitely feels more like a double, but I don't know. I mean, it's got like that juicy. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, hazy. It's definitely it's a hazy. hazy. It's got the citrusy. It's got some grapefruit. It's got the hoppy yes. bitterness. It's got all of the things that a typical double have. Definitely heavier than a regular IPA, at least to me. Um, it it feels like, but yeah, it, it's it's good. I like it. I really like it. Yeah, I'm. This is I'm definitely a fan. Yeah. So I'm gonna keep drinking this. So we'll talk a little bit. Um, perennial. I've never been there. Some of one of these days I got to get down to St. Louis. There's so many places that I need to check out. I haven't been there Definitely. in years prior to me even drinking beer. So the only mm-hmm. brewery I've been to down there is Anheuser-Busch, which I don't love their beer like their main beers but their brewery is fascinating oh, because it's so big and yeah. such so historical and super interesting. So, um but St. Louis definitely not need to get back there. So, perennial um they uh, are the they want to brew beer with the adventurous craft brew dr- beer drinker in mind. Oh. But they're also super focused on local fresh ingredients, conserving water, good for the okay. environment. They don't have straws anywhere on their premises. They okay. like um, the way that they work with one of our other beers we're going to drink that is a coffee stout. And they work with their coffee company, uh, the way they steep their beans actually saves approximately 1300 gallons of water each oh. um you know each, each vessel i guess um so they're really into like the conserving energy and, and water conservation 1300 gallons per batch they save um anyways so but they opened in 2011 uh, from st louis missouri their major production area is about 9200 square feet and also has a barrel aging cellar we talked about barrel aging some of their beers which is you know something they're definitely into um and then a 1300 square foot tasting room as well which they also serve a different rotating menu of locally grown foods and different things um depending it actually the uh, owners are a husband and wife pair, and the wife's sister has taken over kind of the kitchen. So it's a okay. family affair now. Nice. Um, yeah. So Phil um, and Emily are the owners, founders. Uh, Phil got his first initial start in the beer industry. At... Wait. No. Home... No. Okay. Sorry. I was going to say homebrew <laughs> kit. No. Not from what I have discerned. He actually <laughs> started so as a assistant brewer at Grindstone Brewing in Columbia, Missouri, while he was studying anthropology at the University of Missouri. What? So he started working at a brewery while he was in college. Okay. Yeah. That's so, very cool, and I like it. Yeah, but right. I think Not for fun, though. We'll just go with homebrewing. You they should let me brewing. guess before you say. <laughs> all right. You give me, like, all the background, and then like, I'm going right, to guess. How did they start? How did they start? Okay. Who brought 
the homebrew kit. Who bought the homebrew kit? Mom, dad, boyfriend, girlfriend, brother, sister. Right? Yeah, because we've had all of the above. I know. Um, but yeah, so he started working at a brewery uh, in college. And actually, he so he studied anthropology um, and archaeology, actually, at the University of Missouri. Doesn't use that at all. Um, but, they, you know, their, their logo is a... Um, it's a leaf. It's a ginkgo leaf. Okay. Generally speaking. So the ginkgo species of plant or of tree, um, I guess the leaf's known as a living fossil. So, so oh. I guess the, the species of tree, the living leaves look the same as their, their fossil record. So whether it's a fossil or a living leaf, they look the same, oh. which I feel like might be something that came from his archaeology kind of oh, background. Oh, sure, yeah, that um, sounds right. So it totally feels like something that would have come from that kind of, a, you know, academia and whatnot. But um, so he started there, and then he actually got his big start in brewing at Goose Island. Oh. So he came up to Chicago. Went to Goose Island in 2006. He left there for Half Acre, which is oh, the collab okay. we're drinking now. Um, so they've been a huge proponent, huge help in in him kind of moving back down because he was from Missouri. So moved back down to Missouri and St. Louis in 2010 and opened Perennial in 2011. So um, he went to Missouri, came to Chicago, got learned some stuff, moved back. He went to Siebel um, and, you know, I'm sure got lots of knowledge and connections and all kinds of things they've nice. done collaborations with different places obviously this one's half acre but there were others as well and uh, then went back down and brought all that information and opened his own him and his wife opened their own brewery so that's great that yeah. sounds like a good way to start right so pretty cool um they hit opened or did a partnership and they have a second kind of tasting room at a vineyard um in defiance missouri which oh. makes me want to visit um in 2019 19 so chandler hill vineyards uh they actually have around 12 to 16 rotating beers on tap at the winery at all times so okay nice. um great idea for couples people who half like wine half like beer i yeah. mean it feels like a great that's partnership cool. you know so that's where their second kind of tasting room is um but yeah, so they're, like I said earlier, they're very much into being environmentally responsible. They locally source ingredients as much as they can. They partner with local farms. There's a honey farm that they, uh, or a bee farm, I don't know what you want to call that actually, that they use for some of their ingredients. And the coffee company that they use um, is Sump Coffee, which again, they help with um, conserving water and the way that they're actually roasting and producing um, some of the the ingredients that go into the coffee stouts. Nice. Um, yeah, so they they seem like a, a pretty cool place. You know, a lot of their different beers that they're doing are based off of whatever ingredients they can get are in season at the time because they try and source everything that's local. So a lot of it's just going to be whatever's close by on farms, you know, produce that's available then. And that's what they use. Um, the coffee beans actually then go into their second life as compost oh. and continue kind of the cycle of of all of that. So um, very environmentally friendly and interesting place. Yeah. So, that's yeah. a great origin story. Right? I, I like it. it. So yeah. Yeah. I really like this IPA. This is very good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're actually more known for their stouts um, and their kind of Belgium um, beer styles and things. So an IPA actually is 
something that maybe not isn't in their core wheelhouse, but this is very good. So. Well, and it's definitely in Half Acre's yes, wheelhouse. Yes, for sure. This is 100% <laughs> Half Acre uh, yeah, <laughs> wheelhouse for sure. So, But it's a great collab, and it's very tasty. So yeah, um, totally. I really like it. So Me that's too. a little bit about Perennial. We can continue drinking this and uh, I guess move on to our other parenting topic. Yeah, let's. Uh, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> so, you know, we figured, you know, maybe 100 episodes is enough. Maybe you guys will stop listening yeah, after we'll this. See, we'll I don't see. know. <laughs> Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Continue on, everybody. I mean, you know, <laughs> let's remember that we got to come up with a new idea for every episode. That's and true. I think that this is something that's so relevant mm. to everyone because literally everyone has had this experience. Yeah, fair. So let's talk about teachers. Oh. We're going to talk about teachers. <laughs> We're going to talk about the good, the bad, the ugly, oh, the God. people who have influenced our lives in positive and negative ways. Yeah. Um, us personally, maybe. Mm-hmm. Our kids uh, yeah. as well. I have thoughts on both. Me too. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to focus a little harder on my experience <laughs> so as to not target too many of my kids' teachers That's too hard. That's good, good strategy. All um, right. So I, when I thought about how to kind of organize my thoughts, mm-hmm. I didn't want to be like all over the place. <laughs> I didn't want to go in chronological order because mm. sometimes I had a good teacher and sometimes I didn't have a good yeah. teacher and I don't want to, I don't want to put them up against each other Fair. i the thoughts i have about each one are really more isolated to them sure sure so you know i think for me when it comes to the good mm-hmm. i had some teachers and the the theme of all of the teachers that mm-hmm. fall into the quote unquote good okay. category for me treated the students like human beings uh totally key yeah yeah and I didn't realize that was going to be like the core mm. of until my appreciation. Until you started reflecting, yeah. Yeah, until yeah. I started writing it all down. <laughs> and it started with my second grade teacher, Miss Marcotte. Yep, mine too. I hope she was on your list. She I'm, totally is. She's She was just so great. She treated us like people and we were eight years old. I know. She was such an amazing teacher. She didn't talk to us like children. Mm-hmm. I remember her just being so like matter of fact mm-hmm. And so straightforward, but kind. Yes. She was a good disciplinarian. Her classes were always, like, very, you know, organized and well put together Mm -hmm. because she did manage classes well. Like, it wasn't some... I remember in grammar school, some of our classes were out of control. Absolutely. Uh, And hers was not. Hers people... Even at that age, I feel like she was respected as a teacher. Mm-hmm. Even by a young group of individuals. Absolutely. So I think that, that to me is key too in yes. looking back at teachers. Well, and she deserved it. I mean, oh, she deserved sure. the respect because she was respectful. Yep. And I just yeah. think that that just goes so far, mm-hmm. especially when your kids reach that age where they're kind of starting to look at adults and decide, you know, not every adult is a great, wonderful, yes. caring person who's out for your best interest. Oh, and yeah. teachers are more often good and caring and out for your best interests. Sure, but there I are definitely some. I mean, and I know we said we shouldn't pit them up against each other. I hated my third grade teacher. Like, it was a vast oh, difference. Did you from, have the same one that I had, I the older lady? Yeah, I think so. Um, anyway, so, like, <laughs> vast, vast difference from yeah. second to third, and you do start recognizing, like, this is not someone who values 
my opinion or treats me yeah. well. And you you know, like our kids are around that age, you know, we can yeah. recognize that. And thinking back to how maybe we felt at the time, um, but definitely Miss Marcotte was one of my favorite teachers. She, I went to her, her wake a couple of years ago, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, my, my mom still worked in the district oh, for right. a long time, so right. she still has a lot of, um, she still goes to the luncheons every like once a month or something oh, for, that's nice. with a lot of the teachers. Um, but yeah, no, she was definitely on my list as well of, of people that influenced me in a positive way. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. She mm-hmm. was great. Um, to go way further down <laughs> and to skip a bunch of my teachers. Which is fine. Which is, uh, yeah, for the I'm <laughs> ready to talk about high school. Okay. And uh, the first teacher that kind of jumped out in my mind was Miss Woj. Okay. Uh, she taught freshman biology, but she also taught uh, honors, microbiology, and anatomy. And I had her for both of those things. Yeah, I didn't do science. And nah, school. that wasn't your that jam. Wasn't my thing. No. It's cool, man. <laughs> the funny thing about Miss Woj is because she taught a freshman class and a senior mm. class, she was like two different people. I totally can see that. Yeah, you probably yeah. had her freshman year. I did have and her you, freshman year. That's the only time I had her. Been too fond of her because she did not like freshmen. <laughs> she was outwardly comfortable admitting that she was not a fan of, of freshmen. freshmen. And Fair. I noticed that about her as a senior mm. because I was running track mm-hmm. and her side gig was massage therapy. Oh, okay. And at one point I had gotten shin splints really bad during track sure, season sure. and I was out. I wasn't mm-hmm. running, but I was trying to get back in and the best way to do that was to try to like m- get massages yep. or rest and ice and elevate yep. and all of those things. Yep. And she offered to let me come and sit in her classroom so that she could do like a therapy session with oh. me. But it happened to be at the same time she had a freshman, freshman class. biology class. <laughs> and I literally sat on a table while she rubbed my ankles and lectured to freshmen. <laughs> that sounds like such a it weird was situation. Super weird. <laughs> Oh, I just want to remind yeah. you that she was. This is on the good list. Yes. Oh no, no. I think I think that my husband. We went to the same high school, obviously. Um, liked her, but he also was more in the science realm of things, whereas I went the math route. Oh, sure. And I had Miss Chang for AP Calc, oh, and my husband okay. hated it. As a person, he liked Miss Chang. In the class, he hated it. Yeah. But math wasn't sure. his thing. And I really enjoyed that class. So oh, it's okay. totally based off of partially your preference on two. Is, yeah. Is that if you're not enjoying... And in high school, it is. In yes. elementary school, you all learn the same thing. But once you get to high school and you're taking AP classes and honors classes, like you have to actually enjoy it to really want to be in that class. Absolutely. Like, or to be successful You're not going to take AP Calc if you don't want to be there. Like, no. Oh, certainly so... not. I can say from experience <laughs> yeah. that so... I did not take AP Calc because I did not <laughs> yeah. want to be there. <laughs> exactly. My Which is how you felt same. about yeah, which is Honors how I felt about microbiology. anatomy. Yeah, microbiology. Totally. That was not my, not my jam, and I'm okay <laughs> with that. <laughs> she was very caring and very kind, and she did, even the freshmen, she did treat everyone like a human being, mm-hmm. like an adult. Yeah. Her treatment of freshmen, when it, what it really boiled down to was that she wanted them to take school th- seriously. 
And so, and you know, when you're a freshman, a freshman, you know, and yeah. she taught honors freshman biology. Ah, so, you know, yeah. she expected the students to be serious students. And sometimes you run into situations where they're not. Yep. Totally. Yeah. I can totally so, see you that. Know, yeah. No. She had a little bit of that, I think, going on. I get it. Uh, another teacher that was a good influence for me and that I actually probably didn't even realize at the time was the band director, mm. Mr. Pitlick. He was... Oh. A good dude. He welcomed everyone. Mm. And I didn't notice that about him when I was in band. Oh. I, I don't know why. Maybe because I was comfortable and I already wanted to be there. Yeah, so I wasn't you... really looking for it. Sure. Yeah. He wanted everyone to enjoy music. He just wanted you to learn that love of music. He inspired a disproportionately high number of my <laughs> classmates uh, into becoming Something, Something in, in the, the music, music industry. Field. That's really cool. A yeah. lot of them are teachers, uh, band directors, choir directors, music teachers of some kind. Sure. Some of them teach private lessons. Yeah. Some of them still play music. That's really cool. Yeah. Obviously, they had, you know, if I think part of being a teacher is being able, like, having some sort of influence and really, you know, on people's futures. Like, isn't that what you kind of want as a teacher? Yeah. To, you know, kind of mold students to... Yes love something that you love i mean otherwise especially in that like when you're specializing like when you're in high school and specializing in a subject which is vastly different than elementary when you're very general you really want to share your love of whatever that subject is with people absolutely and for him for with music Mm -hmm. it was just like extremely obvious and like i said i don't know if i fully appreciated him when i was at the time high school Mm -hmm. But looking back, I can mm-hmm. tell yeah. how much of an inspiration he was for a lot of students. And just because I didn't go on to keep playing sure. music, yeah. I do have a very healthy appreciation for music from oh, like yeah. a musical talent perspective. Mm-hmm. When I run into somebody, a musician or an artist that's really, really good, yeah. I appreciate that about them. Oh, even yeah. if Regardless of whether you like the yeah. genre or not, I exactly. can totally respect that. I agree. Like, even if you don't... I very much love all music. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not... I don't pigeonhole myself into one type of music at all. And I did not love... I didn't like our junior high band teacher at all. Yeah, he was um, almost on my bad list. Yeah, he I, was, he's I, like an honorable he, mention. Yeah, for sure. But, um, but I did feel like as I got older, I grew to like, love music more, despite him or in spite of him, almost. Um, but it it is interesting. Like I appreciate good music regardless of whether it's something I would typically mm-hmm. enjoy or not. Um, you know, because you can recognize if someone is talented. Yes, and that's that's the piece that draws people in is wow, they have a talent for whatever they're doing. Yes, um, absolutely. And, and that's something that's really just admirable, I think. So that's cool. Okay. Yeah. So so that I have one other teacher that I felt like really kind of rounds out my list of the good. All right. All right. And it was somebody else that you also had as a teacher. Uh-huh. It was Mr. Collins. TC. I was totally going to ask you about him. Okay. TC. Yep. That's what we called him, TC. Yep. His name was Tom Collins. Yep. Yep. Uh, and we called him TC. He was a European history teacher. Yes, he was. Always stand on top of his desk. He stood on his desk a lot. <laughs> a lot, yeah. Uh, he was kind of a little guy, so I guess that was okay. <laughs> I don't know. I would have been worried I was going to 
fall, get hurt. Yeah. But he was good with it. I think he'd been doing it for a long time. Yes, he was an older <laughs> teacher. But yeah, I loved him. Just he kind. Was... And one of those people that cared about you personally. Yes, yes. Yeah. And he was, whether it was in his class or not, he did care about his students just and as people. Absolutely. Not, totally didn't matter about the, the grade, the class, just as people in general. But he was also animated and super mm-hmm. interested in what he was teaching. Like totally. he very much was passionate about that. And I love history now. Totally. And I feel like having teachers that made it come alive was a huge key, especially in something like history. Like Absolutely. You can be history can be so, so dull. Exactly. But if there's the right people, bring it to life and it really gets you interested in that. Yeah. Uh, most of the books I read nowadays are historical fiction or something wow. about history or I've read actual just history like yeah um and yeah he was definitely on my list as well of of teachers that um i definitely enjoyed and and, and, you know felt like they were a benefit so any other good ones for you that you want to mention you mentioned miss chang who i did have Mm -hmm. as a student as well and i really i really liked her as a Mm -hmm. person but i kind of feel the way brandon kind of yeah. felt where she was amazing and i wish i could have had more classes yeah, with her yeah i just but not what she was teaching <laughs> advanced mathematics yeah, like brandon played volleyball with her on, on like when we got older just like That's, at the rec yeah, center totally so I like do that. as a person they were cool in class not so much yeah. but i really enjoyed her class and she was someone who challenged me yeah which for me in high school because in elementary school school was easy for me even AP classes were easy for me, yeah. generally. Her class was the hardest for me, honestly. Yeah. And I slacked off at first, 100%. And, like, she called you out on it. Like, yeah. she challenged me, and I did, wound up getting my shit together and, like, did better. And, you know, I wound up in college up to, like, Calc 3. And, you know, like, I continued sure. on. Uh, and it definitely going through her classes benefited me significantly going into college um you know especially going into a math heavy background but i do think that her she was also very to the point just very like she didn't i she wasn't someone that coddled people like this is what you need to do no yeah this is what you need to figure out like do it you're an adult now and she treated us like that but she was respectful and you know she was a good she was a good person and she cared yes, about everyone. Definitely. Um, and I, I definitely felt like she was a, a very good teacher. Um, so that was kind of my Miss Woj. Yeah, no, <laughs> opposite, ab- absolutely. So. I totally get it. Yeah. But yeah and very similar, those two. Yes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I didn't have a lot of extracurricular stuff in high school, really. Nothing that jumped out at me as like things that I thoroughly enjoyed. But yeah, TC and Miss Chang were definitely on the top of my list of, of, of people. Um, you know, I, Miss Marcotte in elementary school, those are most of the ones that I mm-hmm. remember fondly. Yeah. There's some that like skate a line for different reasons, but those were definitely some of my top. So I'm yeah. going to stick with those. It's funny yeah. because I jumped from like second grade all the way to like freshman year in high school. And it's a, it's like when we talked about this period of time with these really old breweries mm. where there's like no history. <laughs> there's no history in Because the there was a war for 130 years. Yeah. That's what. Well, second there were, grade. There were so too. many teachers that I look back and I was like, either you were miserable because you made everyone else miserable or you just shouldn't have been in that role that you were in. Well, or... I think we ran into a couple that were like close to retirement. 
For and sure. So yeah. there was a, and I don't, I don't want to say, oh, they gave up. I did have one teacher that 100% for sure gave <laughs> up her last year of teaching uh-huh. in high school. Oh, okay. And uh, and she flat out told us. Yeah. She was like, this is it. I'm retiring. Yep. Yeah. We're going to do the bare minimum. Yep. Yeah. She like said it at the beginning yeah. of the year. And I was just like, oh, uh, wonderful. Fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, there weren't a lot of um, middle school, elementary school that jumped out at me as great like good yeah it's a lot of mediocre teachers sorry worth so yeah right (laughs) all right so next next category let's talk about the bad (laughs) now that we've transitioned kind of into it oh i only have like a little bit to say in this area we don't want bad mouth teachers too bad it's a hard hard job it is so difficult (laughs) i don't want that job so i I get it if yeah people aren't super happy all the time that same range of time Mm -hmm. that i have no one to speak about they're not in the bad list either for me my it, so it's that time wasn't bad okay, okay. it wasn't great but it sure. wasn't bad it was just not, not it was memorable just nothing significant okay fair. i mean i fair. grew and learned and all of those sure. things we made it we made it to adulthood successfully we both have higher education degrees we Absolutely. both so we did all right like yes. we, our base was good <laughs> yes um i had a first grade teacher <laughs> who uh was Far more concern about like aesthetics, doing her nails. <laughs> yes, yes. Than uh, teaching. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. remember learning anything yeah. in first grade. Yeah. I remember uh, her heels. That's what she I. Wore she, I very was not heels. in your class, but I still remember you her know heels. Who I'm yes, talking I know about. exactly who she you're talking about. Wasn't a very nice person either. Like she, I was. She was a little scary. Yes, people were um, afraid of her, especially yeah. in first grade. Yeah, she like, taught six and seven year olds, yeah. and she was like, had like, super long nails and high heels and tight dresses and like. Some of us used to call her Cruella Deville. Yeah, <laughs> that's not a reach if you're trying to imagine her, yeah. and not to judge her based on appearance because it's really not what she's no, no, in the no. bad. Yeah, no. Uh, that's fine. Yeah. I, by all means, if you're an amazing teacher, dress however you want. <laughs> but it was all busy work and no learning. Yeah. I remember uh, coming home with color sheets, <laughs> color sheets upon color sheets oh, upon color sheets. I missed 21 days of first grade. Oh, wow. Because I didn't want to go. go. Yeah. And my mom let me stay home because she let didn't me do whatever like... I want. Well, yeah. <laughs> also, you didn't really, weren't really missing a ton. No. So. You know what happened? When I would miss a day, I would just have seven more color, color sheets, sheets that I had to do before the next day. Yeah. And that was it. I just got nothing from mm-hmm. that. You no. Know? Yeah. And that's a formative year, you know? First grade. Yeah, first grade is like your first real grade of real school. Because yeah. kindergarten is like how-to school. It's intro to school. <laughs> Fair. And... Uh-huh. First grade is like, okay, now you're a student. Here's a desk. Yeah. Sit and, down. And things. You need to learn to read and start math and like do stuff. Yeah, you have yeah. subjects. Yeah. <laughs> and so it was a hard yeah. thing. Fortunately, thank God, my yeah. next year's teacher was, was Ms. fantastic. So you're she fine. She saved yeah. me. <laughs> yes. So it worked yeah. out. I feel like that was by design. But <laughs> Well, they had they were like, Well, we gotta help these poor kids. They had a hard go. Yeah. We gotta yeah. do something. Yeah. Uh, the only other teacher that really kind of is in the bad because I'm not going to name all of the coaches I had that were terrible. <laughs> no, that would I take all. This, already, that would take all the rest of our time. We've already had that episode, yeah. and they were also teachers. Some of them I had, and some of them I didn't. Uh, the only other teacher I'll mention is 
high school teacher. She taught AP U.S. history. Oh. Uh, I did not take AP U.S. history specifically because, because. she was teaching it. Oh, okay. And she was just this, like, super neurotic, <laughs> cold, like... She mm-hmm. just came off as like completely insane. Mm-hmm. I don't think she was completely insane, <laughs> but it was the air about her. Mm. And I had her for homeroom oh, in high school. Okay. And she stressed me out oh, so much. Just I was, for homeroom. I was in peer mediation as uh-huh. an extracurricular yep, yep, yep. activity. Yeah. And it would be during your homeroom sometimes, mm-hmm. like once a week. Sure. And... It was run by an assistant principal at Mm -hmm. the school, and he instructed the homeroom teachers to not mark us absent Mm -hmm. for homeroom on the, like, Tuesdays every week or whatever. And he was just like, it's cool if they're actually absent. They'll be marked absent for everything else. Just don't mark them absent because then we have to go through this whole process. She used to mark me absent every single time. Oh, my God. And then I would have to go to the office be like, I was, and be like, <laughs> I was with that guy, the Literally. guy, the man in the suit over yeah. there. In the, in the side office. I was yeah, with him. him. <laughs> I was here. I didn't ditch homeroom. Oh my gosh. I don't ditch school. Why would I ditch homeroom? It's like the easiest thing, except unless your homeroom teacher is this woman. <laughs> yeah. Then I don't want to be there. Then it's super stressful. Yeah. Then yeah. I could, I guess you have a right to accuse yeah. me of ditching because I don't want to go. I don't want to be there. Oh, yeah. She yeah. would like put her head down on her desk because it was like too much of an emotional weight oh my god to have to like manage the homeroom for 15 minutes before you would go to lunch <laughs> it seems like the easiest of the, and, the school and jobs. from what i understand she was exactly the same way with the ap us history Ugh. kids it was like that sounds that's, horrible that was her teaching style oh that sounds horrible yeah and I was just like, uh, you got to calm down. Yeah. We're high school kids. We're already stressed out enough. Yeah. We don't, don't know st- what's happening. You do not need to stress us out anymore. It was just. Yeah. I don't I don't know what was going on with her, but she she stressed me out, man. All That's right. all I got. I get it. I can't I say it. It. No, I, I, want, I don't want to be mean, but no, she stressed me good. out. good. High school, I, I there wasn't a ton of people I didn't love. I did not like our AP English teacher at all in any mm. way, shape, or form. Like in yeah, I any capacity. I wasn't gonna mention her. She was because she was just like <sighs> selfish. She was super selfish. Yeah. She did not do a good job of teaching at all. I mean, she just didn't. Did you read like Anything? any of the books? No, and not you at all. like reading? Yeah, I love reading. I didn't do any of it. She also played favorites heavily. Oh yeah, boys. Heavily. My she liked my husband. Boys. My she would let him out of class to go run errands for her, like to the store, like leave campus to oh, go my do goodness. stuff. She heavily played favorites. I did not like her as a human being in general. Um, but I definitely did not like her as a teacher. So mm. not a fan. The one other teacher in my career that I disliked was our art teacher in junior high. Oh really? I don't think she liked me. Really? Like at all. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I have an opinion of her, although she was also the basketball coach mm-hmm. for like sixth and seventh graders, something I think, like that, or something, yeah. or sixth grade, maybe. Maybe just... six. I did play basketball for a short period in junior yeah. high. Yeah. And but, she was like yeah. actually not a terrible basketball coach, mm-hmm. but I'm not a talented artist. I do I remember. I am not either. And she ridiculed me yeah, for I not do remember a being bit of good that. at art. And I'm like, 
I'm great at math. I'm not good at art. Like it's this just is not a required course, yeah. ma'am. This is not something that I chose, and I am not good at it. And I will try, but I tried I, really hard. I was not good at it, no. and it, I'm still not good at art. Like it's just not my thing. But she like took offense to the fact that I was not good at art, and she was not a pleasant person to deal with. Yeah, it was like sixth grade. Like, and you're just like, I'm yeah. a child. Yeah, dude, and go I easy. am not an artist, nor will I ever be. So yeah. That was that literally to this day still sticks out at me. That's like a shame. But yeah, I get what you're coming so from. So that that stuck out. Most of the rest of my teachers were somewhere in the middle. There were a couple that stuck out as just unique. Mr. Cross was unique. Mr. Cross. Which one was Mr. Oh yeah. Mr. Cross. The guy who used to dump desks out. He used to throw desks at students. I asked he was my, unique. <laughs> I asked my son's teacher, his current teacher. Mm-hmm. If he dumps desks, yeah, and he said we're not allowed to do that anymore. Anymore. That's what those were his exact words. Anymore. Which was perfect. (laughs) It was the perfect response to my question because it meant he 100% knew what I was talking about and could relate to what I was saying, but also was a little sad that he doesn't get to do do that. Yeah. Although it doesn't fit into his personality at all because he's like the kindest person on the planet. I can't imagine him getting upset and dumping out Mr. Cross was a hothead. So he wasn't bad or good. He was just like somewhere in my unique category He he was kind of strange. Right? Yes. Not bad. Not, not good. bad or not good. Well, and he just, falls. Just unique. He's he was in the in void. The yeah. Because he, he was in he was that fourth, fourth grade. grade. Yeah. In the middle. He was <laughs> literally just in the middle. But he's still, I remember him because he was just unique. Yes. Agreed. So, yeah. Yes. So that was, uh, that was on my list. All right. What's, That's what's, so funny. all right. I'm going to open this too. So Let's we can open it and start talking else. about some of our kids' teachers. That sounds shall great. we? Let's gossip more. I like it. Let's do it. This is a great episode. All right. We're drinking Shake the Frost Session Coffee Stout. Mm. And this is another one brewed in collaboration with Sump Coffee Company. The coffee looks like it's from Mexico. There's a little pickaxe in a backpack on here. All right. Here. Okay. Bring it let's on. give it a try. Why yeah, not? Yeah. Let's do it. Hmm. Ooh, a smells like roasted coffee. Coffee stout. It literally smells like roasted Whoa, coffee beans. Oh, yeah, it does. Like mm. heavily. It smells good, though. It I love like, coffee. It smells like coffee, which, yeah, if you don't like coffee, you're not going to like this. But man, it smells like coffee. No, you're not going to like it because it tastes like coffee, too. Oh, this is coffee. This is coffee. Yeah, this is this less is like cold beer brew coffee. And more coffee, yes. This tastes like a cold brew. It's, yeah. Oh. It's not quite so like hit you over the head with coffee as no, cold brew, but, but it is like very creamy, mellow. This is really good. Coffee stout. This is this good. is this is exactly what a coffee stout should taste like. Yeah, it tastes like coffee. This is very good. Yeah, very coffee forward though. So you know, oh, 100%. you have to love coffee. Yes. Or this if is you not don't for love you. coffee, this is not for you. But this is really tasty. I'm a big fan. All right kids teachers kids teachers okay same deal man a lot Mm -hmm. of the ones that i'm gonna mention fall into that same category as the ones i mentioned for myself that they have a respect for the kids Mm -hmm. that they're out for their best interest and i know if you're a teacher you're thinking right now well yeah (laughs) why are you teaching if you don't have those characteristics or feelings yes care about the kids everyone will tell you Mm -hmm. that the prime reason that they do it is because they want to like I don't want to sound like a cliche, but they want to mold the youth of America, right? Yeah, yeah. And 
But then there's some <laughs> teachers that are in that position and then figure out it's not for them, but they just don't have anywhere else to go. Well, and I it, really believe that that happens. I think it does <laughs> happen because I think that, and I don't know that they were good or bad teachers, but I know that my in-laws were both teachers. Okay. And they'll both tell you now, mm-hmm. having retired, that they wish they would have gone a different direction oh, at okay. some point. Sure. Early, middle, and sure, at, at some, some point, point that wasn't the job for them. No, and, and I think that while they may have persevered, sure, and and still been there for their students, and they're very caring, loving people. Mm-hmm. So I assume that they did. Sure, um, there are probably people that felt the same way about teaching and weren't able to handle it the same way. Agreed. Yeah, and I think that that does have a huge impact on how you relate to the kids. Yeah. Oh, I completely agree. Yeah. So, yeah, the good. The good. The good. All I right. think I have to start with one of uh, my older sons. Well, my younger son had her too, I think. I don't remember <laughs> now. My older son had a preschool teacher who was just like the sweetest, nicest woman, Aww. super caring, almost... And I won't go so far as to say affectionate because I think that's a little borderline. Sure. But sure. like loving. Like yeah. a little loving. Okay. And I think when you're talking about three year olds, like that's 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 okay. Yeah. Like that yeah. if they come and they sit on your lap in circle time, yeah. When they're three, it's okay. Yes. They can do that. And when you can eight, be happy. Not so much, but at three yeah. that's appropriate. Yeah. I yeah. Agree. And she was just she was like that. Mm. And she obviously had my son's best interests in mind. There was sort of like a little issue mm-hmm. when he was in school in preschool um the other teacher in the preschool felt that he needed an aid to help him kind of integrate into the oh, class okay. a little bit more he yeah. wasn't really socializing with his peers very much mm-hmm. and part of that is probably because he was an oldest child yep. and wasn't around a bunch of other kids yeah. until he got to preschool which is extremely common yeah and he just wasn't really, like, taking the next step mm-hmm. and, like, making friends. Yeah. And so they wanted to bring in an aide to kind of help uh, okay. facilitate that because the teachers weren't able to focus yeah. directly on him enough. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the way that it played out mm-hmm. was that at some point they kind of decided and got the ball rolling on this. But at no point did they mention it to me or my husband. Ah, uh, well, that's the, that's the sticking point there, though. Like, it's yeah. not... Yeah. The commun- lack of communication is really, so, yeah. eventually one day I picked my son up from preschool and one of the teachers, not the one that's on my good list, mm. um, was just like, oh, by the way, his aid starts next Tuesday. And, and I like, was like, what aid? Yeah. <laughs> and she was just like, oh, well, we got him an aid, you know, to kind of help him along, you know, with the things that he's working on. <laughs> you were like, what is he what working, is he working on? on? And I was like, okay, I read my email. Yes, yes. I've never I missed a phone call. No no recollection of what you're talking Not about. At so all. Let's, let's, Not let's at all. Let's take a step back. Yeah. So these two teachers, I guess, really kind of conflicted in this a little bit. And mm-hmm. ultimately, the teacher that I felt really, really cared about him mm-hmm. kind of moved on oh. after this huh. incident. Interesting. Not immediately, but she sure. sort of like started working with um, like littler kids within uh, the park district and stuff like that and hmm. wasn't really doing the preschool anymore. And I was just like bummed out she wasn't there for my like, younger son. She was the one that you actually liked as opposed to or felt he was beneficial versus the other. Yeah. Interesting. And so, okay. you know, 
it's funny to me because I didn't find that out until very recently, actually. And hmm. um, I guess I had no idea how hard she advocated for him Aww. and how much she cared about him. Yeah. And in the end, I'm glad he did have a little extra help. I do think it was a good thing for him. I think yeah. that his best interests were in mind of everybody involved. Mm-hmm. I do think that. Um, I just wanted to know. Well, yeah, <laughs> so maybe and they just should, call me. The communication with the parents is key, especially at such a young age. Yeah, so. I think it's possible that sometimes teachers in that position are afraid that parents are going to get defensive. No, my kid's fine. He doesn't Which need extra happens help. happens a lot. So I 100% totally believe that it does. Fair. And yeah. I know that my kids in their current school interact with students who are in desperate need of extra mm-hmm. help. And it's not that the teacher isn't trying to help them. It's that the parents it's don't necessarily believe that they need the help. If the parents a aren't going to consent parents to that. Put their like they're they're an ostrich. They stick their head in the sand and then they don't pay attention to what and that happens a lot. So my oldest is autistic, and a lot of parents, for whatever reason, that probably do have kids that have some additional needs refuse to accept that their kids could use additional help. And your son's very different than mine, but so it's not that. But even, like, my girl needed extra help with math and reading for a while. Yeah. And I was like, sure. My twin boy was in speech for, like, two years. And everybody's like, why is he in speech? And I was like, because they're giving it to him. He can take all the help he can get. Like, even if he doesn't actually need it, if it's going to benefit him... Why am I passing up free help? Like it's not gonna hurt. I am. It's never going to hurt. Any sort of additional academic like instruction is never going to hurt. So people like kind of were like, "Why is he in this?" And I was like, "Cause it's not gonna hurt him. It can no. only help him." Absolutely. And he articulates words like he's way older than he is now. Yeah. So it certainly didn't hurt in any Absolutely. way, shape, or form. Absolutely. Um, yeah, my twins preschool so we went to i don't know if it's a private preschool i guess it technically was we did not go through like the park district where we were originally going to go through because that was a different episode and um (laughs) so miss dawn was who they had for third and fourth grade preschool and they absolutely loved her adored her um and she was fantastic i had no negative no negative interactions with her preschool at all. So we really lucked out with with that for sure. So and my oldest, I feel like ninety-nine point nine percent of the people that he's dealt with because he's always been in special education mm-hmm. classes have been truly great That's teachers. Good. Like That's good. We have a really we're in a very good I think district. Um I absolutely despised the assistant special education director for a while, for a few years. Wow. He is gone. Oh, that's He good. gave me this, and everybody hated him. He literally didn't know the laws. He lied to people flat out. He was like a slimy used car salesman. Aww. That's how I felt when I was had to be in a meeting with him. I like needed to take a shower when I left because Ew. he just was the worst. So, um, and he's gone now, so it's fine. I mean, it, it's a very difficult to maneuver the special education world between funding and needs and all of the things that, um, you know, special education students technically by law, you have to provide certain things and okay. to actually have teachers, there's something called FAPE, um, and it's essentially making sure that all students have 
access to education and that looks different for everyone. So some sure. people need one-on-one help. Some people need to be, you know, specials and therapies to be pushed in or pulled out or be, it's just, there's so many different facets to it. So I can only imagine how hard it is to navigate, to have the resources and the right people in the right places and people that even want to do that job. Sure. Um, but we've really lucked out that I really, truly think that most of the teachers that my son has had really just care about the students and there's a very there's only eight kids in his class right now so there's not a ton but we very much lucked out with with that realm um for his teachers the twins i cannot say the same for i Hmm. don't think um it's definitely interesting because they've been split up since preschool since since so preschool they were together because there just weren't that many kids in class kindergarten first and second they've all been in separate classes sure so kindergarten I loved both of their teachers. They were very different, but I liked both of them. First grade, I loved my daughter's teacher. I did not love my son's teacher. She uh-huh. wasn't a bad teacher. She just didn't seem to relate well to the students. Okay. So it was just hmm. a different... It was just different. Um, I feel like in first grade, it's still a little bit... A little bit more fun not as like strict and yeah don't get me wrong they had assignments they had grades they had you know important things that they had to pay attention to um but i definitely feel like my daughter's teacher tried to incorporate them in ways that a first grader would actually enjoy doing them versus like here's a regimented worksheet that you have to do sure um she tried to make it you know she tried to to disguise the learning to the best she could. She also has three kids in our district. So I feel like she very much related to the students and the parents and she communicated great. She would email me regularly. I almost never heard from my son's teacher, like unless there was an issue. So like completely different this year. It's the opposite. My son's teacher is fantastic. She has no kids at all actually. And she communicates Everything, all the time, great. She lets the kids spend their like they get like a break time. I don't remember when, and they she lets them talk about or share with the class like what did you do this weekend and try and like get people to be more of a community in class. My daughter's classroom never gets to talk about anything socially. Can't say oh well where did we go on spring break? Doesn't get to do any like share anything with her other classmates about anything outside of. The math, homework, science, reading, like very specifically what they're doing. So they're just, their styles are completely different. And the bad part is my daughter had a sub for the first half of the year until December, who was much different than her teacher now. So her teacher came back from maternity leave. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so she's had two different teachers and she really misses the old, the sub because it was just a happier environment like she loves school but she's like i don't get to share like i don't get to share we went to colorado for spring break i don't get to share anything like and it it's at seven like she wants to do that you know and my son's teacher's like yeah send me a picture we'll throw it up on the screen during break like and people can talk so they are very, very different. And not even in what they're teaching, because their curriculums are exactly the same. Sure, what they sure. learn is exactly, exactly the same. It's in their styles. Like, yeah. And they're just super, super different. But it's the opposite from first grade to second grade in terms of <laughs> which teacher we really like. Well, at enjoy. least it switched, I guess. Yes. It's not... <laughs> because then you didn't have somebody who had two bad yes, years in a yes. row. So that's, so that's where good. we're at so far. So we'll see next year. <laughs> 
Yeah, so my kids have had a lot of the same teachers mm-hmm. over the years. Yeah. So kind of a different angle. Yeah, totally different. Because yeah. we've kind of repeated a lot. Yeah. Um, they both had the same kindergarten teacher. Um, she is quite possibly one of my favorite teachers of Aww. all time. Uh, and this includes all of the teachers I've ever had. Oh, wow. I just really like her she is so good she's so invested Mm. she's just like amazing she's still the kindergarten teacher at their school Mm -hmm. i socialize with her a little bit when i go to pick up the kids my older son comes out the same door as the kindergartners and so when i go to get him when i walk up Mm -hmm. to get him uh, he often will be already, like, right at the curb, like, ready to leave. Yeah. And I'll be like, hang on one second. I want to go say hi to Miss Raz really Aww. quick. And he'll be like, okay. <laughs> and she'll, you know, oh, how are you? Yeah, How's it going? Yeah. Did you have a nice break? Yeah, and, exactly. You know, and she's just so friendly and nice. And she taught my kids so much. Mm-hmm. And my younger child, that was the year that he got sent home. Yeah. And, like, I sent her this email when we knew we weren't coming back. Yeah. And I said, you know, he'll never realize that he missed out, Aww. that these three months were ripped away from him with you. Yeah. And that the impact that you would have had on the three months of kindergarten that he lost, mm-hmm. it will forever exist. Yeah. That it took him so long mm. to master reading and that he, as I've mentioned before, yeah, he doesn't still doesn't really, really like enjoy it. Yeah. it. And how I feel like, this boils down to his reading experience as a kindergarten That's slash totally first grader. Yeah. And she just has such a big impact. My other yeah. son, for example, loves to read. He reads everything. He's always mm-hmm. reading. Uh, he joins every book club. He's in every <laughs> book, battle of the books. He's in yeah. writing book reports. He just, mm-hmm. he really enjoys reading. That's great. Yeah. And I think she played a really big part in that. Yeah. And I just, she was just a good start. For yeah, and that's so school, key quote, at that age. Yeah, for yeah, sure. just a great start. Yeah, for I will them. say that the twins both had really good kindergarten teachers. That's I good. really enjoyed both of them, and they were good. They were just good teachers. Like they yeah. really did. They were just. They, I think they liked their jobs. Like they really yeah. helped the kids. Like yeah. so, we it was same. We were very lucky with kindergarten. Yeah. My. Children had different first grade teachers. My older son had a teacher who retired the year before my mm, younger one okay. got to first grade. Yeah. So when he was in kindergarten, yeah. she had retired. She does substitute teach still at the school. So my younger son has had her a little bit sure, here and sure, there. Sure. Yeah. Um, but he's not. he never had her as a teacher. My kids were full remote. Oh, for yeah. most of that school oh, year. Okay. So he didn't go into the school building until the beginning of February oh, in wow. first grade. Okay, yeah. So he spent a lot of time remote. And that it's funny because his remote first grade teacher mm-hmm. is also one of the most wonderful mm. teachers I've ever come into contact with. She made remote learning about as enjoyable as it could possibly be. Could possibly be. be yeah. She was enthusiastic and engaging and interesting. Which is hard. Yeah. M- yeah that's awesome. My little one would want me to sit in the room with him mm-hmm. because he didn't want to be alone. Yeah. This was a very common trait for him. Sure, sure. And 
She was engaging. The kids participated. She kept them at their desk. Like, how do you keep a seven-year-old engaged right? for yeah. six hours on a laptop? That sounds I like can't a very difficult that. feat. So kudos was, to the yeah, people who did. Yeah. She was very, very good. That's she great. was very yeah. interesting. When he went back um, in person... Mm-hmm. He switched teachers, and he had the other first-grade oh. teacher because one stayed remote because oh. they allowed kids to stay remote, and only about half the kids went back. We didn't do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, our school district is so big, and yeah. I think they just kind of – they had the resources, mm-hmm. so they allowed for that. And we, so we they have – We did have a class that was full remote, but – they had you had to pick from the beginning, yeah, whether you would be coming back or not, because we were hybrid almost all year. Right, so our district was very different in that we almost from the beginning were right. still hybrid. Yeah, um, so there was one class that whoever said we're going to stay remote all year, that's who they were assigned to from the beginning. Yeah, so we didn't really do the mixed. Yeah, yeah. so he did his original first grade mm-hmm. teacher ended up being the remote teacher. Gotcha. Which, per, you know, personally kind of makes sense because she was excellent yeah. at it. If she, we if were she just... can keep kids engaged remote, then that makes yeah. sense to have her do that. So We I were get just it. sad to see her go, yeah. you know. Nope. That we... Agreed. But his, his new first grade teacher was actually really good, too. Oh, good. We really liked her. So it turned out that both the first grade teachers were really good. That's great. Um, so that worked out really well yeah. for him. He was happy to go back. He was comfortable, all good. that stuff. So... You gotcha. know, it was good. Um, one last person I'm going to mention on the good list All right. for my kids, and that's my son's current fifth grade teacher, oh. Mr. Guernsey. <laughs> <laughs> I'll name him by name because, you know, he deserves the recognition. <laughs> this guy has been a ray of sunshine Aww. for my kids since Joe was in kindergarten. Since oh, wow. my son, my oldest, was in mm-hmm. kindergarten. And... Always greeted him. Always was outside in the morning. Mm-hmm. Oh, hey, how's it going? How are you guys today? And he's nice. just like friendly and kind and interacts with the students. Mm-hmm. And he ran camps over the summer for oh, basketball wow. and soccer. And my son always participated in that stuff just because he wanted to be there. And he That's wanted really to great. experience these yeah. things. And he was he's a great coach and he's a great teacher and he's mm. so welcoming. And he's like... It's like his sole purpose is to boost confidence. Oh, well, kids at that age need that. Yes. Like, that's totally key. Yes. Yeah, that, that's and he just great. knows exactly how to do it. That's awesome. And he's, you know, I watched this video that the school district put out about him because oh. he's a former graduate from oh, the district. Oh, okay, got it. And they he talks about coaches that mm-hmm. influenced him when he was growing up and things oh, like cool. that. And I found it really interesting because I think that his teaching style is very, like, coach-like. That it's like, sometimes you got to tough love, but sometimes you got to just boost confidence and you have to encourage and you Mm -hmm. have to motivate. Okay. And he just is really good at it. That's great. He's really good. And that's not something I feel like you can teach. Like, that's something that you either have sometimes or you don't. You know? And that's that personality is something that is great if you can find it in a teacher. Um yeah, we've we've got some some good teachers. I definitely like I said I really like my son's current teacher. Um our principal's weird. He's uh <laughs> what? 
He's just very, he's very weird. animated, but he's just very different. Like, he just, it just gives me a weird vibe. Like, I don't know what it is gives about him. a weird vibe. That's so funny. He's just, and a lot of the parents are like, he's weird, right? And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, but how? Yeah, he's kind of weird. <laughs> I mean, I can't really put my finger on it, but he's definitely weird. Um, maybe he's so, just really excited. Yeah, I, I, I maybe. Very excitable. That's possible. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see what uh what next year, what third grade brings about. Yeah, uh, I will say one last thing about yeah. Mr. Guernsey. Yeah. Because nobody's perfect, right? Fair, fair. Uh, he is a Bears fan, which well, I can let slide. I mean, slide. I can support that. Yeah, I can well, let actually, that slide nobody because... nobody in Chicago can really support that at this point. Yeah. But... Uh, but he's also a Michigan grad, so he uh, went to Michigan, so he's a Michigan fan, which is fine. <laughs> it's just, you know, when we were in college, yeah, Michigan was good at football, and that was very frustrating it for was. me. I agree. And so it was difficult to have our one <laughs> loss the year that we went to the Super Bowl oh. be against Michigan. Against Michigan. Yeah. So, you know, mm-hmm. we've allowed ourselves to go, you know, get past these little differences that he and I have, although it is a topic of conversation pretty regularly. I happen to see him outside of school every once in a while because his oldest child and my youngest are best friends. Aw, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> and so they go to birthday parties. Sure, and, on a more social level than And when just... they're at school events, they're together at them. Aww. And so there are times where we'll be standing next to each other at a birthday party for three hours, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about football, or we'll uh, talk about but that's, college that's, basketball. that's where the conflict comes in. <laughs> yes, but it's a friendly conflict. I'm okay with that. We I can, can, we you can know. be friends with people that don't have the same uh, sports affiliation. Yeah, as that's we do, another so episode okay. for us to have someday where we can talk about that. All right, you know, I'm, I'm good whether with your that. philosophies can get in the way of your friendships. So. I like it. I like it. What philosophies can't? All right, we're writing this yeah, down. Yeah, put that in the list. All right, <laughs> let's wrap it up with. Regular Abraxas. <laughs> Not barrel-aged, I'm being no, told. No, because no. I need to take a sip of water really quick <laughs> before I drink another. Ooh, smell this one. I know. it's. Sm- I smelled it before I took my water drink there. Uh... Yeah. Huh. Abraxas has cinnamon in it, It smells right? like it. It doesn't. I haven't so had cinnamon So we have a crawler, so we don't know. So it doesn't give us literally anything. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it has cinnamon it in it. It certainly smells. It's got, well, it definitely has cinnamon because I can smell the cinnamon. But right? it's got, it's steeped in ancho chilies, oh, which is maybe that's crazy. spicy. Cocoa nibs, cinnamon, and vanilla beans. Cinnamon. Okay, cool. I'm not crazy. No, not, but it's definitely cinnamon. I mean, you can smell that cinnamon for sure. Yeah, definitely. I get a little Ooh, I got bit a chili. chili. Yeah. I get a little bit of chili on the initial taste. Yeah. I yeah. definitely get the cinnamon. A cocoa. I mean, it's a good it's a good mix. It's a nice balance. Um, it's a, it is. That's a good that is a good way to put it. It's a good balance. I definitely smell the cinnamon more than I taste the cinnamon. I agree. I so I can smell it. The aroma the, is heavy cinnamon. It's just like lingering, though, in my nose, like the smell of cinnamon, which does make me taste it more Fair. when I drink uh, totally. it. Totally. That, and that's natural. But I smell the cinnamon more than I taste it. But I think the chili offsets the cinnamon taste, which is why I don't taste yeah, the cinnamon Yeah, that's interesting. As much. I think you're right. So, hmm. 
So I didn't get to really mention any bad teachers oh. for my kids. So I want to mention that really quick while we okay. drink this knockout beer really yep, quick here. All right. Um, I've only had kind of two, and I'm going to call them negative experiences. Okay. And not necessarily negative teachers. Yeah. Teachers. Okay. Because I don't think that either of these people mm-hmm. are bad teachers mm-hmm. at all. One of my older child's teachers was a first-year teacher. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. And my son's class, Mm -hmm. (laughs) his grade is just like a bunch of wild childs, (laughs) wild children, I suppose. Yeah. There's just a lot of X factors. There's a lot of strong personalities. Uh I wouldn't go so far to say that there's a lot of like behavior issues because I don't think most of the kids are that severe. Sure, sure, sure. In their like... Day but to when day. they get in a group together, there's some there's, uh, there's some there's some things okay. that happen, and yeah. I think that she kind of had to deal with some of that. And being a first year teacher, that was very complicated. I can see that. Yeah. And our experience mm-hmm. was that my son had a lot of he got in trouble a lot. Oh, hmm. that year. He got sent to the principal a couple of times. Wow. Okay. We came in for meetings wow. a couple of times. And this is not really his personality. Yeah. No, that had never happened before. Yeah. It hasn't happened since. Huh. Okay. There have been occasions where a teacher has been like, oh, he's been hanging out with this one kid that's been acting mm. up. But, you know, it. You know, I've gotten one or two emails where, you know, he went along with the crowd sure. and they were doing something they shouldn't. Yep. Yep. Does that happen? Yes. That happens with a lot of kids. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's not very often. Sure. And it's not called in the, you know, into the office. And Yeah. There's yeah. not a lot of principal's office right. time yeah. since that year. So I think that, I think that maybe she was just like a little bit overwhelmed with that mm-hmm. whole situation. Sure. Um. And I don't think he really suffered from it either. Like, from an academic standpoint, I thought she was great. Sure. I think that he did fine mm-hmm. academically. Okay. So I, I don't really have a lot of concerns. Yeah. The only other thing I'll mention is, I've mentioned before, my son tried out for the school play. Yes. We had kind yes. of a negative experience with the teacher that was running the school play. Mm-hmm. Only in the sense that she kind of told my son that uh, he wasn't going to get a big part because they offered them to upperclassmen. Okay. But then gave the lead in the play to a classmate of my son's oh. who was also in third grade. Right. And so it was kind of like, you know, why didn't, why didn't you just tell him that you gave the parts to the kids that had the best audition? Yeah. You don't don't need to falsify why someone it's, didn't get something. It's like, okay. Yep. We talked about failure and disappointment. Yep. It's okay. Yes. Hey, yep. maybe you weren't the best. the best kid who uh, tried out for Captain Hook. Yeah, for sure. Sorry, man. And we they gave need it to, to this learn kid. that, especially at third grade. Like they, they. You can tell them that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So again, just mm-hmm. a negative experience. Mm-hmm. Not really a bad. Um, I think my kids have been really lucky. Yeah. We haven't really had any bad teachers. Yeah. Especially not like year long bad. No, not bad. Yeah. And again, my experiences have been just more it's just interesting because the twins both have different teachers and you can very easily see the differences. Mm -hmm. So a lot of it sometimes is communication and a lot of it honestly I feel like sometimes they're 
their styles almost are not lending themselves well to the age that they're teaching. So that makes sense. You know, when you're seven, you know, you value different things than when you're 11. And I think that sometimes the teachers are just not in tune as much with that. And some are, and some aren't. And that's more, I think what our experience has been, but our district we're very happy with. And overall it's, it's been good. So hopefully that continues. We will see as time goes on, but yeah, I mean, my son's about to go to middle school. Crazy. So that is going to be an insane time for us. Yeah. We, uh, actually my oldest, which is very different because it's a special ed class, but he will start middle school next year as well. Cause our middle school is fifth, fourth and fifth grade. Oh, okay. Fourth and fifth? No, fifth and sixth grade. What? what yeah, fifth and sixth grade. <laughs> I was going to say, he's about to be in fifth grade. Fifth I know that. Fifth and sixth grade, and then junior high is seventh and eighth. So oh. we have two separate schools okay. for what, how, like when we were in junior high, it was sixth, seventh, and eighth. Right. So for our district, because we have so many students, fifth and sixth is in one school. Seventh and eighth is in a different school. My brother's kids have something like that because mm-hmm. they have a primary school, which mm-hmm. is kindergarten, first, and second. Okay. And then they have a third, fourth, fifth grade. Gotcha. And then, and then they, they have, have a six, six seven, seven, eight. eight. Yep. So every district does it different. But yeah, he'll be going to a totally different school next year. So wow. we can revisit this in a year and see how things go. So I think that's a good idea. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. I'm going to keep drinking my cinnamon, ancho, chili, cocoa, vanilla <laughs> stout. Regular Braxis. Braxis. Regular Braxis. And uh, cheers. It's yeah. Been, thanks for fun. joining us, guys. Thanks. Thanks, everyone, for listening to the latest musings from Parenting by the Pint. Be sure to find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you find your podcasts. Have a great week, and cheers to you all.